Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Looking for a new show to dive into? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like the full season of FX's epic limited series Shogun, FX's new international spy thriller The Veil, starring Emmy and Golden Globe winner Elizabeth Moss. And don't miss the all-new crime series Under the Bridge, inspired by shocking true events and starring Riley Keough and Lily Gladstone. It's all new, and it's streaming now on Hulu. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. Side stories. That's when the cannibalism started. Side Side stories. stories. (laughs) Yes. love that the fucking dude who played Elvis is just talking like Elvis. He's just stuck in that character. And then everyone's like, buddy, what you doing? He's straight up. He can't leave it. He can't leave. He did say, which I do get, he's just like, I've been talking like Elvis for three years. And it's difficult to stop talking like Elvis. <laughs> which I understand. It's if you've it. been Elvis, do you want to be something else? <laughs> yeah. No, he just gets to go back to be some <laughs> shithead actor. Did he not read how it ends? Yeah, I mean, yeah. But he doesn't have to because he's just got to be Elvis during the time. He didn't have to put it in a... <laughs> like, that was the thing that dude didn't even have to put a fat suit on. Oh, they didn't get to fat Elvis they and Elvis? Put, no, they do, but they... Because, you know what's fucked up? Are we recording it? Yeah. You know what's fucked up about Elvis? What? In the end? What? He wasn't as fat as you think he was. I know. He you was know like, what he was? He was literally full of dung. Wait at Elvis's death. I want to see this. I want to see what he says. He I want to look this up at the top of the show. Well, okay. So he... W- All right. Let's How are they going to know what his weight is? Because they weighed his fucking corpse. Yeah. <laughs> He's 350 pounds when he died. Right. Oh, well, that is a little big. It was bigger than it is big, but I feel like for his height. How tall was he? I think he was eight feet, (laughs) nine inches tall. Elvis's height. I'm going to look this up again. Welcome to Side Series. We're just, this is how we're starting. Because that's the thing. My name is Austin Butler. It's very difficult for me to stop being Elvis, mom. Yeah, Austin, you're not Elvis. No, listen. Your name is Austin Butler. Yeah, I know I'm a nipple baby, but guess what? Nipple baby sometimes. Day two. Have said Nippo baby. Nippo, he's six foot tall, so six foot three fifty. That's a lot. No, well, he what he did actually. Okay. You just, wow, I love that you just proved yourself wrong I did, within again, the first forty five seconds of the show. That shows that that's what that's called proper podcasting. That's me responsible mm. with information. Henry Zabrowski every day coming in with the backup. So yes, three fifty at six six feet is a lot. Yes, indeed. Welcome to Side Stories, okay. everyone. Whenever I think of old Elvis, I think Schfeld. Also, 600-pound uh, sisters or 1,000-pound sisters. Uh, one is 600 pounds. The other one's carrying the 400 pounds, not doing exactly what she needs to be doing for the show. She really does need to pick it up. I believe it's Tammy, uh, still alive. I, I, she's got, she got like her hair dyed and stuff. She looks fun. She looks really fun, and um, I, there was a death scare. And honestly, it's very if sad. she does die, well, she will. I don't like 
It's very sad. I, I want it, them to take better care of themselves. I feel like the producers are killing her. I mean, yeah, I of think course. they're killing her. The show's called A Thousand Pound Sisters. Yeah. They bring out a scale each time, and they make sure, like, mm, and they like they because point to a thing of cupcakes. They're like, listen, the audience isn't here for 650-pound sisters. And have you noticed? Every time the one loses weight, the other one gains weight. It makes me sad because I just hope that I hope that they take care of themselves. I hope that there's somewhere somebody looking out for them. Because I guess agree. what? What's hard to do out there, man? Because you sometimes you got to look after yourself. Because you know who's not looking after themselves or try to do, but they did it in the wrong way? Alec Murdoch. Uh, Alec Murdoch, Sky and the Murdoch family. He is finally going to trial and looking like fried chicken Lex Luthor. Well, actually, you know, I was just going to say he looks pretty good. He's lost some weight. I he, think the stress is doing well on him. The stress is really spelt in him He up. might be a true psychopath where he doesn't actually really feel the full weight of the accusations. Oh, he feels nothing. The feels charges. Nothing. And so I think he might be taking this time as a little me time, a little he time. He might get to work out. He read the Koran. And you know what you do? You use your own body weight as a weight. Did you ever look up the Charles Bronson? I don't know why you would, but I did look up the yeah, Charles. Yeah, I looked it up. Yeah, look it up. Charles night. Bronson, the world's most famous uh, prisoner in the UK, like yeah. the guy that Tom Hardy played. I know. We we performed a mile away from where he stayed. Yeah, that was awesome. He wrote a book. The real one wrote a book called basically How to Stay Fit in Prison. It's How to Stay Fit in a 10 foot by 10 foot square nice it's brutal though it's and very very difficult it's push-ups it's handstands it's burpees you gotta yes. do all the shit so alex murdoch's surviving son his brothers his wife sister and former law partners are among those called to testify this is what i'm thinking henry remember the last episode of seinfeld i remember the. yeah i remember it stopped it stopped um they got arrested because they broke a common decency law. Yeah, they were making fun of a chubby boy who was getting, um, uh, he was getting, uh, what do you call it, thieved, robbed. Sure. And it was quite funny. Some people criticized it, but I thought it was great because all the old characters got to go take the stand and got to do their bits. And the soup Nazi was like, no, honestly, it was fun. It, it was, was to fun. see all the old characters come out. Yeah. If you're Alex Murdoch and you just start to see every single person from your past that you Fuck. know you've dicked over one over oh, another over God. another over There's another. There's the mailman I didn't tip. This is oh, going to be fuck. one of those moments oh, where yes. he's just going to have to sit there and every single person is finally just going to unload on him. And he can't talk That's because otherwise you get in trouble. Oh, yeah. You have to sit stone face. You do. You have to take all these people that are going to rail, take fucking rip you over the fucking coals because he deserves every minute of it. What The big thing that's going to come out, they're talking about, so right now they're in jury selection, which is actually very difficult because they're trying to find a group of people that have not heard anything about the case in South Carolina. And I'm going to tell you this, if I was in South Carolina for jury selection, guaranteed I'm not getting chosen. Why? Red hair. Red hair. Because that I'm looking would, at you. I'm, th I'm putting myself a, in your prison bound shoes. I have a red hair bond. Because we still make up very low percentages of the world population. And back in the day, we were killed. Okay, so maybe Murdoch has a little revenge on his mind for all the years, generational years of torment and torture see, that the actually, redheads go with. So you're perhaps, actually incorrect because I just actually got an email saying that redheads are on the rebound. Yeah, which means we're that doing we, it, baby. That means that we were a missed shot. Thin little if we're comes, on the rebound, thin that means little we're, comes, they're making no, it they're to the egg. No, redheads are known to be thick. Thin fiddle comes. No, I think no. it's thin comes. No, redheads are not. Other than Seth Green. Side stories, LPOTL at gmail.com. Is there a difference in diameter between different redheads and, redheads and different are, heads? But are different, bigger people. I want to see different sizes of come. No, I want to see what it correlates All come is the same size. That's number one. Number two, Seth Green, one of the smaller redheads, but he plays Peter Griffin. Big old boy. 
So it works out. I, I mean, it's a cartoon. Peter Griffin. It, it's second cartoon. I'm not sure. Um, but we're going to see some new evidence that uh, they have. They've said that we have not. We haven't seen this yet. It is a Snapchat video. So now we know oh, that Alec Murdoch is uh, on trial. Tell for me, the Alec murder. Murdoch did not go on Snapchat. No, 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 no. This is from the son he murdered. Yes. So this is the, uh, the allegedly. And so uh, you know, again, goes, I always try to cover it. We're not. This you can just accuse people on the show. <laughs> Don't worry, buddy. No one's coming after. No one's coming after. I was watching. We'll uh, I was watching Cuomo last night. They just called everyone a pedophile. I mean, that's so a different style of journalism. <laughs> um, but Alec Murdoch, uh, he murdered, we we're going to say he murdered his wife and his son. Now, his son, Paul, they said that he sent out a Snapchat yes. video moments before he was shot to death. So yes. they're saying that we don't know what it is. They're saying that they're not revealing what it is yet. But according to Senior Assistant Deputy Attorney General Creighton Waters, they're saying Ugh. that it's, quote unquote, critical to the case and important to prove it. The state's case in chief. Uh, tell me you're closeted gay without telling me you're closeted gay. Clayton <laughs> Waters? Hey, his hair is combed impeccably. He's the only man wearing a shade above tan, and mm. it's nice to see it. You got to put I some just color. Think, I just think Lindsey Graham has some good ideas, y'all. You know, I think I was, Lindsey's I got some good ideas, y'all. I was me and Lindsey, and we were hanging out, and you wouldn't believe You wouldn't believe them. The Thai food. The Thai food from his little boy he purchased is just been, he is incredible. He gets up at any hour because he uh, he sleeps in a cage right near Lindsay's bed. Isn't and it is nice. just nice. You just rattle that cage. You'll get right on. He'll make you spring roll. I love, I miss him. I miss him. He died. Yes, indeed. He died of COVID. So, COVID 21. New one. New one. So we'll see what Paul sent his friends in a Snapchat. Is It is interesting. He chose Snapchat, obviously, because theoretically it disappears. Perhaps well, being scared that his father might find it or well, whatever it might be. You also, are uh, the kids? That's how they speak. Sometimes not anymore. TikTok. Go I believe TikTok does last forever, right? TikTok does last forever, but Snapchat still does deletes and they use it to message. I know my my niece does. I I look to my niece as being what the children do, and mostly I just see a glow of an iPad. So he sent out a Snapchat, and he's like, "My dad's gonna kill me," and then he was killed. So yes. according to law, <laughs> that's basically what's going to happen is that it sounds like because we know that his wife was super like spurious about what he was contacting her for, because God. he was like Alec Murdoch was like, hey, we're going to meet over by the dog kennels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna over here. yeah. And he's like, sent her some message. And she said, I think it's fishy. And then it turns out it was fishy. Man, just looking at that family again. I know. I hate each what? one of them. You know what? They are kind of clumpy. No, I feel bad. They're a little like the clumps. Yeah, I, I just, uh, Alec Murdoch, it's going to go to jail eventually. But right now, he is, I, I love seeing him in court. It's on the opposite side of the desk. It's kind of fun. You know, the thing is, sadly, I actually think he would do well in jail. Again, he's got psychopathic tendencies. Well, look at Bernie Madoff. He was born that way. Bernie Madoff flipped a whole career. Well, as Ber soon as he got to jail, he was like, I'll teach you all how to do taxes. And then Bernie did go to, he went to a fairly nice one. I mean, there was, they only get as nice as they get. Yes. But I don't think he was like on the front lines too much. But I don't know about the South Carolina penal system. But yeah, he'll be working as somebody's lawyer. Oh, yeah. And, he, um, he will have privileges from within jail especially from other prisoners because he's gonna he, he is he's a survivor he's gonna keep on surviving because once he's oh. in that jail he's gonna understand i need to fucking make myself in a position where i'm needed and necessary because if not one of these guys is gonna beat the ever-loving shit out of me according to someone who runs in the murdoch social circles which i don't 
thing that they run. It's I think they wheel the, around a little bit. Technically, it is the it is the pinnacle of South Carolina. <laughs> who's who of who's that? <laughs> they say behind the black ties and fancy dresses. We're miserable people. Yeah, yeah, I bet you fucking are. I bet you fucking are. You're all a bunch of fucking soulless pieces of shit all feeding off of this one family. And guess but what? It, the time is coming for y'all. This is just going to be fascinating because they have 250 potential witnesses. Yeah, it's so going to be every everybody. Single, it's going to be everybody. The 17-year-old Uber Eats driver who got stiffed on a tip. He is it's going to be everybody everybody who has ever been made mad by alec murdoch it is wow you don't really get that type of poetic justice often like you don't really get to see a slideshow of everybody you've ever fucked over in your life right in front of you also uh in sort of a uh television sense uh they're the final son the son that's still alive his name is buster Oh, Much yeah. Much yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, what was the name and of that Arrested show? Arrested Development. Arrested it's, Development. It is really becoming essentially the worst version of Arrested <laughs> Development possible. It, it really is. is. That is so funny. So it's the list. So it's Alex's family members, including his surviving son, Buster, his brothers, Randy and John Marvin Murdoch, his sister in law, Liz, and members of Maggie's family. They're going to unload on this dude. Oh, yeah, they're coming for him, man. And one uh, unsurprising potential witness is Alex's cousin, Curtis Eddie Smith, who was arrested and charged in Alex's botched attempted suicide. Oh, yes, it's the same guy. It's Alex the, uh, allegedly hired him to shoot him in an attempt to obtain $10 million. That was the guy, I believe that was on the side of the road. Yes, the so guy he'd been gonna, like, my ear, my ear. That's the day that we have to pay attention to. Oh, I can't I want to hear the setup. I just want. I want to hear how it goes. I want all the witness testimony. I'm very, very excited for this. But yes, it might take a second. They're expecting the trial to take about three weeks. Three uh, weeks, Georgia. This thing is going to go on for a year. I think they're just going to have them play on three different stages, like it's Bonnaroo. They're just going to have one court open on one side, have them all bitching over there, have them all bitching on the other side. And, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. If well, Alec May Murdoch, who knows? You might have a couple jokers still in his sleep. <laughs> one we'll one observer told People, which I'm going to say this. I'm actually, People.com, they keep it updated. Oh, they do. They I do. actually think People.com, if you're looking for, like, just fun they little They do a lot of true news, yeah. They do. So one observer told People that they saw Alex and Maggie at the University of South Carolina baseball game two nights before the murders, and she seemed annoyed with him and yes. would barely speak to him. I mean, yeah. She, during the game, Maggie seemed aggravated, which it's Now, you tough. see here what we want to do here. This is called defensive play, right? I mean, guys, can you imagine him just constantly badgering you with explaining rules of baseball? That's a base. She, that's, that's a base. A base. Right. Are you see that? See that landmine right over there? That's actually a safe place to be. Landmine baseball because needs to happen. Some people are get scared because it's a square above the ground, which I do too. I understand, even though I did not go to the war. But that is actually the safest place for that running man to be. So apparently they say Maggie seemed aggravated, which again, she must have been very aggravated to visibly seem aggravated because all good families fight. But the best families keep it within the closed doors of the home. Oh, yeah. Tell that to Dana White. 
<laughs> fucking piece of shit. No, no, Dana White. It was perfect timing for him to come out with his new slap competition. Oh my! Did you see footage of the guy that won the championship? I he watched won 5, the entire. 000. I watched the entire hour after AEW. There is. They I are, was the, like, these guys what? are all gonna have CTE. But like, they have. Oh, they crazy. have. Oh, it's done. It's already there. The guy's it's whole face in. was just a giant wound of there was like just getting dude slapped in the head. Who was bleeding from the ear, and they just put a little tampon in it, and we're like, go get slapped again. It's like if you're getting. Ble- if you're bleeding from the ear, the ear. The, the, things need to stop. You need to stop and call somebody. So two days before the murder, Maggie was bleeding from her ears. She was so pissed at her husband and the boys, apparently, her oldest son, Buster. Apparently, they were having a good old time, according to the witness. Of course, but then they the witness were. says that she was mad. Well, Alex and Buster went to the bar at least four times to get drinks. It's a it's a soft girl. I mean, they're game. fine. They're allowed to get hammered. But yes, this is now, this is heading into the gossip territory. Well, this is where, this is, that's literally called taking the stand. Taking the stand. And then the witness was like, uh, Maggie just sat there. Alex bought, <laughs> Alice, Alex brought back peanuts for Maggie. And you know what she did? She tossed them at him. <laughs> that is like, this is serious, bro. Well, this is again. That's a, and then he sat and he thought about every peanut each time as he loaded the shotgun. He thought about all the time. All the nuts. All the nuts. Because you throw a bag of peanuts at someone, that's a hundred nuts. That's a hundred assaults, bro. A <laughs> hundred assaults. Yeah, because technically, especially if they um, were roasted. Then it would be an assault. Roast mode. Um, this is not the only guy that's in trouble this week. There's this other guy that, I mean, he's dead. Um, uh, but I love the way the news positioned this man, right? This was the guy that uh, the family annihilator we talked about. Oh, uh, Brian fucking Walsh. This, the, the, there's, there, well, we got two. Oh, this is a different we got Brian guy. Walsh. This is Michael Haight. Michael Haight oh, is yes. the guy from Utah. So yes, yes, he yes. Uh, murdered his wife and his five children and then himself, right? Because he said the, he didn't want to get divorced and he got fired from his job. And uh, that's dumb, right? You don't do that. You just figure out your shit and you move on, right? But there was a private obituary, now private. There was an obituary that had come out that read about him. And it's like, you know, he got roasted hard because everyone said, because the first thing it said was that he was a dedicated family man. This is in the obituary for the man that killed himself after killing his whole family. Right. And that he, there's nothing that Micah loved more than making memories with his family. Right. Well, I mean, I guess he made like a permanent memory for him, for no one, for the rest of us, for himself. Um, but maybe. that's not the only one. There was because there was a bunch of other there was a bunch of other obituaries on that Southern Utah one. And there's a guy I want to. There's one I want to read from a guy whose first name I'm just going to read is Glade. Yeah, this, you know that this. You bring up a very solid point. Truth and obituaries need to start being a thing because I'm just, when just I was a at my little bit of truth, all of it. Because when I was at my grandmother's funeral, and I love my grandmother. She was the one who would hide all the gin because she wanted to lure the men into her room. So yeah, then she yeah, could oh, yes, yes, do yes, yes. God knows what she wanted to do with them before she broke their hearts. The woman, oh, Lillian, she loved. All she did was love. Her nickname for my little brother, Michael, was Squirrel because she hated squirrels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she was, was a, woman. a mean woman. She was, she yeah, was I not, had the same thing as well. A mean grandmother. Yeah. But it's like, but also, like, I love that they were mean because that's all I know about grandmothers is that they're supposed to be kind of yeah, cruel. Yeah, they're all mean. mean. Yeah, they're it's cool. kind of funny because they're old and dying. You're yeah, like, yeah, fuck yeah, you, yeah. grandma. Yeah, sure, you sure, know, sure, sure. sure. Can, but in the meantime, it'd be nice to feel love. Yeah, but that's the, my, my mom loved me. That's my, nice. My mom could have used love. Because she's deeply traumatized. We're we're deep in the weeds of your family. Yeah, no, that's today. 
That's just today. Mm-hmm. That, this is fucking day 24 of dry January. I feel it. I feel it radiating from you. <sighs> Don't sleep without I just, whiskey. I feel it. We got to figure out another way to do it. Jumping jacks. No, I get you know a treadmill. I have been. I have been jumping. <laughs> For what? Doing what? That isn't a jump. You can't. The audience can't see. The, the Patreon subscribers I'm can see sitting. what they call a jump. I'm yeah, sitting. He mostly just looked like he was having a heart attack. <laughs> How do you exercise? Anyway, what I'm saying is truth and obituaries. You can also, you can do that. Like we when, can. When, when Pat Buchanan, who we just found out retired today, even though I thought he was dead forever. I, yeah. Let's I, get an honest obituary when he dies. I mean, it would be, I would love to read. I'll write one. Sure. We've all had times where it's difficult to make ends meet. That's why there's Dave. Dave is the banking app that can help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. With Dave, there's no interest, late fees, or credit check. That's more money to fill your tank, finally get your car repaired, or catch up on bills without having to wait for your next paycheck. Millions of Americans have already downloaded the Dave app to get financial relief they need with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch and need some extra help, download Dave and think of it as a helping hand from future you. Download the Dave app from the App Store now or go to dave.com slash left. That's dave.com slash left. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking services provided by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met of any person. It's Jackie Zabrowski. She shops all year thinking about her family and friends and puts little things aside for their birthdays and Christmases. I have no idea how she does it. I don't know how she do it, but guess what? She always wins Mother's Day, but not this year. I'm coming back. Ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? I'm taking the crown. All right, give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. I mean this. We have the Aura frame up in my home. We absolutely love it. I can put photos on it very, very easily through the app. It's fun to do. And the memories keep cycling and I get emotional. And we filled it with pictures of Carmi and Wendy. And that is not sad. That is celebratory. So you should try it. It's honestly a really good product. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code LEFT at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with Horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be 
pinging a lot of these custom agents' accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse picks over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest, and I guess I can share it here. I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine. And it's an addiction. And it's a daily weight on my life. How much I need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins as soon as I wake up. And a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors, big and small. Some people are presidents. Some people are soldiers. Some people have to eat mayonnaise, especially with hard-boiled eggs, which is what I eat for lunch. But I guess I should share that in therapy. Because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over. I just continue to add the eggs. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash last pod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash last pod. Anyway, let's um, move on. But this is this obituary, just this one section of this man named Glade I found. <laughs> During his childhood as the only boy his age, Glade went to school with eight girls, but he only had eyes for a second grade teacher. So he asked her on a date. Every day after school, he'd clean nearly 400 eggs, earning money from those that were cracked, recently admitting some may have broken accidentally on purpose. <laughs> he often shared stories about topping sugar beets, hand-settling bowling pins, hitching rides to the movies, ice skating on the pond, and playing ball. When did he die? 13, very recently. No, yeah, no, he just died. He just so died. he's just a it's weird very, kid. He's very old. He's a weird kid who just, hits on a second grade teacher who cleans, cleans eggs, eggs after class. I just think that's a nice obituary. You see, again, I don't know what else Glade did. I don't know what other crimes Glade might have been yeah, because accused that of. Has to, so they they stopped his obituary and he was a no, good it's pages, in second grade. It's very like, it seems nice. He he was a nice man. He served in the war and shit like that. But he was, uh, it does seem, I just love cleaning eggs. Well, and to your point, uh, this is according to uh, at Shannon Watts on Twitter. In the Michael Hate obituary, they say, quote, Michael made it a point to spend quality time with each and every one of his children. Yeah, Michael Jesus enjoyed Christ. making memories with the family. No word on eggs. No word on eggs. No word no, on um, eggs. Well, well that's see, a, oh. this is um, that's at some point. I get it. You whitewash me a little bit. You, well, you know, just you, ask for full transparency. No, you know? well, no, I'll you take full, just like, honestly, again, it will be fun. The, it will be fun. People will be like, whoa, that's fun. Um, that's illegal. Whoa. But it won't be, be like, I'm fine. We'll give it a little scrub. You know, yeah, do sure, a little scrub sure, daddy sure, on sure, it. Sure, you know, sure. Yeah, get a zhuzh. I'll get a writer in he there. He smelled amazing. Stuff like that. Yeah, you know, yeah, just zhuzh. Yeah, zhuzh, Yeah. Um, when you kill your whole family. I mean, it really does dampen the funeral. 
Because then they say uh, each of these children were truly a cherished miracle to them, but they weren't. They weren't. Not to him. No, he, he, killed, he killed them. Not to him. No, he killed the whole family and then himself. Yeah. Um. So he. They also say he lived a life of service. Yeah, it's just really interesting to see they how all, quickly they threw up. Because again, it's this Mormon thing where on some level. They want to keep up appearances like hardcore because they are out of like a, almost a sense of, it seems, of propriety, right? Like, oh, he's like, well, we don't want to slam him. We don't want to be roasting him while he's dead. Meanwhile, he, well, he killed, killed everyone. Whole, he killed, he killed everybody. Where it's like, I, I just want to message it. This is the time to roast him. Like, this is the time to come from because yeah. he uh, he obviously had a lot of other ideas in his mind. He wasn't the man you thought he was. This, and I guess that a lot of people have, I, I think, a lot of times, hard times coming to terms with it. That that guy that well, you knew and loved actually wasn't that guy. I guess it only takes a couple of hours to kill your family, but it takes a lifetime to build a reputation. <laughs> it really does. And so also for his mission, because as Henry mentioned, he's Mormon. He got to go to Brazil. Ooh. Much better than the characters of Book and Mormon. Yes. So we got to go see the butts of Brazil, which to be frank, if you do come back and you're still Mormon, you really love Joseph Smith. You, I mean. Because Brazil, I've heard, is a is beautiful. People. Yeah, absolutely. Beautiful big, people. Big butts and having a great time and everybody's just loving life and you got the, you got the, they're, they're, you know, it's free and you, you can live Brazil. your life. Yeah, Go to Brazil. Um, also, they say that uh, he loved going to concerts that he attended at his children's just, school. It just doesn't make any and, sense. You uh, don't the, need to include all of these things. This is my favorite part. He says they they say he loves doing home improvement projects, sledding, and much more. So he did do a lot of sledding as well. So they were able to to squeeze that in there. You Does know, that mean like is that like with cocaine? No, no that's skiing. That's called going that's skiing. Yeah, yeah, that's the code for that. Um, yeah, and then they, they close it out with he recently sold his business to allow more flexibility. To spend time with his family. So I'm going to say maybe he should have kept the business. I uh, think that he is a piece of shit and a murderer. And you just need to say that. Why? Be like, he this was is a ridiculous. Father, and now he's a dead father. And then the. Oh, oh the, well, that's the whole thing. Also, people think that it's like a whole thing to just like. Technically, you, you could shit out a bunch of kids. It's, you, you don't get an award for it from the government. You know what I mean? Well, you do. Well, sometimes you used to. You just no, you definitely, get, okay. you definitely get an award from the government for having children. You do? We'll move I, on. I, we'll move all on. our friends. I don't know. I haven't seen no, the not money show our up. <laughs> I haven't seen the money show up. Um, <laughs> talk about if you want to make sure you got to deal with some kids, right? You got a bunch of extra kids. Um, you take them to a kite festival. No, bro, don't do this. Because this story, I don't know what in the living fuck is going on at this kite festival. Dude, I'm just kite festival. Kites, right? The thing that kids used to do before they played Minecraft. Yes. This is in India, right? This is a place called it's called the Gujarat Festival. Okay. I have no idea what the fuck happened. Three children among six dead from kite strings slicing their throats in India. In this festival. It's a kite festival. There's six people dead total, three of them being kids. There's 46. Injuries at a kite festival. No, there's what is uh, happening with these kites? Uh, Are we using garrot wire? Well, that's kind of what they say. Yeah, authorities say there's been 176 people injured due to cuts and falls during the annual Utarian festival, which put, took place over the past weekend. Wait, question, do so? Do you just run with the kite? 
I don't know, but the people that were killed, it's very, it's very sad. So the sharp strings included one of the people that were killed. It included one toddler who was riding with his father on a bike when they became entangled in a string. So they're literally just biking. Look at this guy. And then they get attacked by these, by frivolous things. Did you see the documentary Active Killing? Yeah. Do you remember they would kill everyone with the piano wires? Yeah, that was very fucked up. Yeah, of course. And I feel like that's kind of what this is. Why why are they using piano wires? I don't think that they were. Police said that 30 people sustained cuts. 46 were injured when they fell from heights. Well, flying kites, thousands take part in this festival every year. I had no idea that this was dangerous. I (laughs) thought you put a kite up there and then you watch it. I never fully understood the organic drone that is a kite. I never really got into kiting. I don't understand the pull of kiting. I don't really understand. I mean, my main thing is that's why I kind of cut off using barbed wire for my kites because I was really (laughs) sick of it. Um, A lot of times it just sticks in and then you're stuck with the guy. I love the cactus jack. Yeah, Yeah. you got it. It's so difficult. But just the idea of like a kite slit in your fucking throat. How fast it. Let me say this. How fast does a kite go? Well, it's got to get right through the, artil- uh, the artillery. Artillery. The, ar- the, the artillery. Right. Vein. A, the artery there. Well, so. that's kite borders. No. How fast is a kite? Not on a twin tip. No. You guys are all acting like people are. No, I'm asking how much is that? How much wind does it take to fly a kite? It says four to ten miles per hour for a wind to fly oh, a kite. Oh, a small amount of wind. That's Wait, all. You could fart a kite. How fast can it be? Sure you put your, your, your kite is put together correctly or it may not fly six to 15 miles per hour. Damn, I guess yeah, I but, can just slit your throat. Yeah, I think if you got to find... Also, I don't know what the protocol is in India, but here we just use little twine. They may have used like a fishing line. Well, I guess if it's If you like, use a fishing line, that'll slice you up real nice. Uh, is, there, is there like industrial kites? Is they have that? I, I looked at a picture of... It looked like they were basic-ass four by whatever kites. Yeah, I, don't I just think they don't were know why are, we, why are we using all of it? It's like a, an episode. I feel like this is Assassin's Creed. Yeah, it, it definitely put a hamper on the weekend. Well, yeah, um, especially when you have all these kites and then this splashing of blood everywhere, which yeah. is just like, I guess it's the last thing you expect, or maybe it's the first thing you expect, and people straight up were like, yeah, you're going to want to come out. We have a bet on who's the first son who's going to die. Like, And they're just so excited to see, oh, yeah, oh, you better watch out with uh, with Tenjamin over there. He's got a fucking long neck. Yeah, Those you kites are thirsty for him. Well, it's kind of interesting is this isn't the first time. No, it's not the first time. Apparently in 2016, two youngsters also died from sustaining kite injuries. Kite injuries? I didn't know that. I I didn't know that was a thing. No, I really didn't know that was a thing either. I I don't want to die via kite. Also, if I was there in India, in this town... I wouldn't go to this. It seems like there's too much. There seems like the odds are just a little too high. It's actually more dangerous to go to a kite festival than to play football. It seems like it. I think football is actually technically, yeah, obviously CTE is the slow death of the mind. And then some, of course, do get it. But you can combine it now with medication. Um, I would say hockey. Do you ever see when the goalie were, got? Do you ever see when the goalie oh, got? Oh yeah, got his neck sliced. That was scary, bro. Yeah, that was fucking sweet. But yeah, that's like that, that that's was not sweet, Henry Zabrowski. It's not sweet, but you were a cool. goalie. You can say it. Yeah, exactly. Because again, it's hockey. Well, speaking of unique deaths, this is a story that I sent to you, Henry, because it hits mm. close to all of us. It really it? does. Because this is one of those where you're like, it just shows that like you're never safe. You're never safe. Wind. They also wind is probably one of the biggest. I mean, to be honest, if I'm scared of one thing, it's wind. I'm scared of wind. Absolutely. Because you can't see it. 
Can't see it. You don't know. It's it's it, it, it blows. As you can kind of see it. Well, well I, only if it's got a bunch of dust in it. Then it's a tornado. Final right? dust. Yes. Yes. Dust final, devils. Final destination. That's what this story reminds me of. One dead, two injured. After a Denny's sign falls on a car in a parking lot. Yeah, man. And now I was thinking, well, were they parked close to the sign? Not no. even. It's a long-ass Denny's sign, yeah, right? it's a very big sign. And it's extremely random. It is very dangerous. And, the, and they didn't even die of cholesterol. Like, no. technically, the moons over Miami is what's supposed to kill you at Denny's, not the sign. I do wonder why they were still in the car, because usually you stop that car. I mean, I'll get out if I'm in a Denny's parking lot. Yeah, I got to stretch. I'll get out in the I got to masturbate so I don't do it in the restaurant. Oh, sure. Um, I always leave my gun in the trunk. Because, again, if I'm going to Denny's a lot of times, I'm not trying to scare the waiters a lot of time because, you know, because they're holding. So I want them to feel empowered. To be honest with you, I think Denny's might see more firearms than most restaurants. Well, Waffle House. Waffle House has probably got a lot of firearms in it. I actually, you'd be real surprised how many people bring in guns and belts in an Olive Garden. Because I know that my father, every time we've talked about this, but my father, every restaurant we went to. You can't eat unlimited if you have a gun strapped to your belt. Yeah, you can. You just move it to the shoulder holster. (laughs) Because then it won't dig into your thigh anymore. No, my father (laughs) used to bring, I always think about the fact that he used to pack. For any night we went out. You never know, Henry Thomas. Sometimes he'd wear two guns. Sometimes my father would have an ankle gun, like he's Danny DeVito from Always Sunny. And then sometimes he'd have it in his, he used to have a holster in the back, like behind, like in the, like, but like right above, like where the, the tramp stamp area he used to have one right back there. Yeah. And I just think about there, it's like, we're just going to Prima Pasta. Like, oh, you expect them, you think you're going to get whacked? You think hey. this whole family, this is when the second Valentine's Day massacre is going to happen? You never know. This is America. Your father could be a hero. Actually, there was during a time period where there was far less mass shootings. Hmm. A 72-year-old woman is dead and two others injured after the Denny's sign. Oh, 72 fell in- years young. Yeah. After wow, she almost made it out scot-free. Almost. This is kind of after all your 72 years, she lived through so much. Wow, the Denny's dot-com sign. bust. She lived through, oh man, uh, Y2K. She lived through, again, we already brought up Seinfeld ending. She lived, uh, that was again, I'm still reeling from that. Well, she lived through. Heroes uh, Reborn getting canceled. That was hard for her. She lived through so much shit. And then she just gets to the, all she wants is a moon's over in Miami because mm -hmm. she needs that salt. Oh, she does, honestly. Damn. Yeah, 72, you know, she had turned into a flapjack outside of a flapjack restaurant. Yep, indeed. She did get flattened. All three victims were in the car when the large sign fell Thursday. This was last week. And all three had to be extracted. And they showed the vehicle and it got fucked up, bro. It's a big sign. It got messed up. And you can see. So basically, so they were sitting in the back. So the sign comes in, boom, crushes them. And then it rolls to the front of the car. So she was in the back and then. If you see the photo, she she really got smashed. Yeah, yeah, it's not good. No, she got she got very much flattened. Indeed, according to her granddaughter, which is ironically the name of my grandmother, Lillian, she was in the car with her husband Lloyd and their daughter Mary Graham. All right, and that's when the sign fell. Yes, and then Lloyd was rushed to the hospital with fluid in his lungs and not the good kind. I go to gravy. And he had other Gravy injuries. shouldn't be in your lungs, by the way. There should be. be no fluid in your lungs. There should be zero fluid except for the blood in your lung meat. The family was headed to Columbia, Kentucky, where they live. And driving in the Denny's parking lot, 
And then that's why, so they were in the, they were driving and then look at this wonderful couple there. I, it's, she, it's very sad. It's, it's very sad. sad that they, they, it's not how they should have died. They should have died in hospice like they were supposed to, like is the American dream. Absolutely. Alone with your family, not visiting. Elizabethtown police spokesperson Chris Denham said, I am able to say with certainty the wind was a factor. Yeah, it better have been. <laughs> if it just fell down, then this is an issue. This is like a Denny's wide problem. And we need to do, you know what I want to do? What? I want to go over to the Denny's. You're gonna fart it's on Lancashire and Burbank. Protest? Check their sign. I think that would be fantastic. Well, according to a Denny's spokesperson, they say Denny's is aware of the incident that took place at our Elizabethtown location on Thursday. Yeah, they Thursday. fucking better be aware of it. Two people got squished. <laughs> and then they, and said, then they have to sit there because you know they just rolled through with brunch. Yeah. Oh. You know they did not shut that restaurant down. No. They just kept just being like, yeah, well, the rest of you ain't flat. So you best get to flipping some goddamn eggs. Flat, I think more of a I think it was more of a gusher. Yeah, it's not good. So then Denny says safety is our top priority, which I don't know why it would be. I mean, to be honest with you, I don't even want, I I don't want safety to be Denny's top priority. I want Amtrak safety to be the one. But Denny's, Denny's, yes, I want the, yeah, Bank of America. I want like those, yeah, safety, safety, safety. But Denny's, I need, I need food, food, eggs. I think eggs should be your number one priority. And then let's just bring a smoke and second Is this the problem with Denny's? What? They've been thinking more safety than food. Food. Where they're like, I, we got metal detectors. You think TSA is strict? You walk into a Denny's, we got our whole, it's a PSA, it's pancake, as uh, security assistance. It's actually, it's got to be very, very scary. Just that idea of like, you're, you think that these Denny's are so perilous that they must be secured no matter what. That's their first thought. No one thinks about the specials. I do love that they close out their little uh, statement here by saying, our thoughts are with all those involved, which they don't imply that we're all we do is think. I actually think it's kind of funny. Our thoughts are with them. <laughs> Who would have thought? Well, anyway, we've got to go change that sign. We're thinking about suing them for hurting our sign when it fell. Yeah, exactly. Like, look, no, no one asked how the sign is. Live from your grave. Ah, Jules. Oh, Jules. Make a wife smile today. The road to getting engaged can be long and full of memories and pitfalls and landmines. Or it can be short and thrilling, like a roller coaster on the way to the police department. But the road to finding the perfect engagement ring is a straightforward path every time. All you've got to do is head over to BlueNile.com and they're going to ship them rocks straight to your wife's new fingers. On BlueNile.com, you can create a bigger, more brilliant piece than you can imagine. At a price you won't find at a traditional jeweler, Blue Nile is the original online jeweler since 1999. That's present time to me. Their diamond price guarantee means that in most cases, they can meet or beat a competitor's price on a comparable diamond. I know when I got my wife a beautiful Blue Nile necklace, the first thing she did was, what did you do? But afterwards, she was so happy to have it and she loved it and she wore it when we went on vacation and my own did everybody come around being like where'd you get that piece you beautiful woman and I was like stop talking to my wife she's spoken for you can see it with the blue Nile bling she's got on her right now get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more with code lastpodcast at bluenile.com that's $50 off with code lastpodcast at bluenile.com 
BlueNile.com. No matter what kind of work you do, how you communicate is key. All those emails, reports, and presentations are equally important to the collaboration needed to get things done. Grammarly can help. Grammarly is your AI writing partner to help you communicate more effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact at work. And isn't that what matters most? Better writing means a stronger impact. Grammarly works across 500,000 apps and websites. You can't escape it. Like the ever-pervasing octopus of malice that is the NSA. Grammarly is watching your every move, making sure that you're doing it right. Data privacy and security are woven into the foundation of Grammarly, into the very essence of its nature. Grammarly is a secure AI writing partner, and it helps your team make their point and move faster, because that's the key there. Work smarter, not harder. Yes, Grammarly. You know how many times it saves me from writing a long, rambling, one-sentence email at 4 o'clock in the morning to my beloved employees? Makes me sound like someone who doesn't just have a BA in theater. All right. I was taught how to be a tree. I was not taught how to survive as an adult. All right. My job was to cry in front of a weird Southern man who just told me all sorts of weird stuff about my body. I didn't learn how to write. So thank you, Grammarly, because you're making me the boss I gotta be to motivate my team to get out there. And, oh, man, you don't want to mess with them. Thanks, Grammarly. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Sign up and download for free. Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors. It's a waste. Don't waste hours on apps. Besides appetizers, that's the kind of apps I like. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Did you know that empanada is already Spanish? I didn't. Thanks, Babbel. Did you know that burrito is already Spanish? Wow. I just got to learn all the rest. And eventually, I'm going to be eating downtown Mexico. Thanks, Babbel. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash left. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash left, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash L-E-F-T. Rules and restrictions may apply. Well, speaking of people that might go to Denny's, Henry, this story reminded me of you. What? So there was a Florida woman, and she told cops um, that it was not a crack pipe that they found mm-hmm. in her car. She says it was a sex toy. Flip it and reverse it. And Is it I, in her pussy? It's a sex toy. Well, a Florida woman claimed a That's crack pipe That's the crackiest, found- funniest idea of just being like, oh, you think I'm smoking out of this? And she just flips up the legs. Oh, would I do this? You know what I mean? Like she's a hot crack pipe. Oh, yeah, I like it. Oh, I'm having one, Gish. Well, my friend, do you think that you're making a parody? A Florida woman claimed a crack pipe found protruding from her vagina during a strip search was indeed a sex toy. And I'm actually going to say this. 
Until proven otherwise, it is. Well, that's what I'm saying. Unless you find crack residue in her, like, uh, oh, serious looking woman. <laughs> serious looking woman for a very silly crime. And she has a hickey on her neck. Oh, and she, look at that. she's look popular. At, bro, look at that hickey. Oh, wow. I honestly think wow. whether, yes, I do think she may smoke crack out of she this She might crack, be going but, steady with Bobby. But I, it's very possible. But I also think that she might use it as a sex toy. And if it is indeed protruding from her vagina at that moment, it is not a crack pipe. It is indeed a sex toy. At some point, leave can you just, her alone. At some point, can you be like, hey, I don't smoke crack, but my pussy does. And so I've been trying to get my vagina to rehab, but she just won't go. So I what agree. I need is for you to help me engender a rock bottom for my vagina. Can you please call? Chris Angel Mind Freak and have him come over here mm -hmm. and have sex with help me create the rock bottom. Create it. Create the rock bottom so then finally I can get my vagina to rehab. Well, maybe her vagina just needs to go through the windows of her rehab. She can hang out outside. She can protrude it. And then they can, you know, the rehab and then the vagina can apologize for all of its nasty sins. That's sad though, because so he found her and so they said, like, oh, that's crack pipe. And she's like, can't possibly be a crack pipe. Crack pipe's for the head. It's for the head. And also, she so she didn't show up in court for a shoplifting charge. Oh, all that's, right. All right, whatever. You know, yeah, it's not right. the biggest deal. Have her pay the goddamn yeah, exactly. fine and get She's over. not Osama bin Laden yet. So she was being processed in the Pinella County Jail. And they oh, do this. Oh, wait a second. Okay. We're not, now I'm for, right, Okay. I thought this was like on a traffic stop. So she. She got pulled over okay, because okay, she had a go, warrant right, for her arrest right. because she did not show up. To a uh, to a shoplifting so, okay, court okay. hearing. So she decided to go into a court. And again, I'm not really, I, you know, we were, we're all different. Sure. But she went into a courthouse having probably just maybe, I'm again, I'm going to put in a legend there. She just hit the rock, right? No, no, no. She was detained at this time. Okay, good, 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 good. She I thought she detained. voluntarily walked in <clears> with <throat> it stuck up in her vagina like it's behind your ear, like it's a piece of corn, like a piece of wheat, I'm and assuming, she's a farmer. I'm assuming what happened was, again, the luxury of being a woman. <laughs> I'm being pulled over. Oh, I got this crack pipe. Where should I put it? For boys, what do we got? Asshole. My, yeah, but you can't. How do yeah. you? But you can't get... They'll be like, I think he's shoving something in his asshole because well, you would be bump, bumping up and down. All like, I got to uh, do is you, like see a, how you can't see how fast my hands, right? Like, let's say you palm it like this. So I know. Like, no, but you still have to get you to your asshole. Stem. Have you seen the stems? Like, you know how they're big, right? So stems yeah. are probably about as big as your palm, right? My palm, right? You get a stem like that. You, you palm it in, right? You stick in the back, like going, oh, I got to find my, yeah, but I got to find no this thing. There's no way you're going to get to your asshole sitting look down in the how, car. Look at how, all right. If you just look no, at the natural slope of my butt, I'm going to do like No, but you can't. Look at the natural slope of my butt. But you're not going to get it in the hole. I know. I see that. All yes, right. it's disgusting. So you're looking at the natural oh slope God. of my butt, right? Yeah. Now you can obviously. So now Natalie thinks it's funny to like to to like you know every once in a while she give me a little spank, right? I'm walking up the stairs, right? But disgusting. she hits me right on my asshole, and I sounds like little. It sounds like it sounds like I'm you're hitting the top of a bottle, right? So what I'm thinking is that if you have a neuron enough butt, all you have to do is, this is my asshole. Like where my finger is, like it just goes right into it. So you could just thank you for stabilizing the chair, Fernando. Well, that's so, that's important for you to know well, that it's that you. easy. It's that it's easy. It's not to that do. easy. And again, you had to get on all fours like you're some kind of bizarre perverted coyote. Arr, arr. And the cops would have been like, arr, again, arr. I think he's shoving something in his little Polish I'm asshole. Like, I'm looking for my license. 
In your asshole. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm different. So she was being processed. It's a hate crime. I'm different. Honestly, if you are arrested and beaten by cops, it would be a hate crime. I I just go, you just go, no, I should be school. (laughs) If I could just buy a cop for a day. Pull him over. <laughs> oh, man, if I could just I be in the backseat and just track you. You're making a hate crime. Pull him over. So anyway, they're in the Pinella County Jail, and a body scan revealed, quote, an anomaly <laughs> in her genital area. I tell you what, I've been having. Have you read about Umau Mau? Because you don't Umau know. We Mau. didn't know where that, that, that piloted rock, they believe, might have ended up inside of my pussy. So when some lucky officials conducted a strip search of the mm. suspect, they found the glass crack pipe was protruding from her vagina. Now, then they allegedly removed the contraband from her cavity and, quote, intentionally threw it on the ground and stepped on it in an effort to destroy evidence. That's what she did. But take a look at that there crack oh, pipe. She now, that's a working cleaned. that's a working glass crack pipe. That needs to be clean. And, and uh, while she thought she'd step on it like a glass at a Jewish wedding. Yeah. You really have to be careful with that, especially in front of the police officers, because they that's not destroying evidence. No, no. Because they watch you do it. You, the key is is that in the moment that you thought you'd put it in your in your vagina, that's when because technically she managed to hide putting it in her vagina while she was getting picked up. Right? She did. So that's when you throw it away. Also, I didn't know they did full fucking cat scans when you get goddamn arrested. Look, like, that's the thing. They do a full. I, I know that they that they put you in jail. They do a cavity search. But my question yeah. is, if you're brought in on a fucking shoplifting charge, they do a full. Well, it's a police state, buddy. They, so, she might have had some. She might have had some erratic behavior, but I don't think we no. need to look at her fucking asshole. How she many assholes calm. are we looking at at a police station today? Sometimes, when except that one woman that blow banged the one cop who blow banged all the other cops. Yeah, that was bad. That was a lot of assholes, but those were all voluntary. So she tried to explain that the object was actually a sex toy, despite the fact that it was quote consistent with the pipe commonly used to smoke crack. I mean, it definitely has a char to it. Well, yeah, they said it was covered in burnt markings, but you know what? Come on. I mean, again, it's um, just like, because ah, it's she hard. She been a, okay, so, you know, she We had, just all make, all we do is prosecute people for crack after the U.S. government developed it to, for population control. So it's interesting. At this point, technically, I think, once we can finally declare the war on drugs o- uh, over. <laughs> she could get, Don't think about that. Come on. She might, maybe she should get some kind of, like, coupon. I think she should just give it back. To the government. Yeah, but like, actually, you know what? Thank you. I rented this for a while. Thank you so much for the crack. I've destabilized my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. You can, uh, I, you know, I want to say you can, the CIA can say you're welcome to me. Well, and you do make a point about destabilizing the neighborhood. She had been previously convicted of trespassing, disorderly conduct, fraud, hmm. battery, oh, yeah, driving without a license and failure to show up in court. But I feel there like there's I a say, lot going on there. All of those are crack crimes. I, I mean, you know, she's just a little mouse. She's just trying to get her cheese because like, literally these are all things that you do on crack. Well, that's also, why trespassing. Like- sometimes you just if you are super high, right? Find yourself somewhere. Oh, dude, I do it drunk. Is it trespassing if you don't know that you're trespassing? I mean, yes, yes. but it's also like not as it's not like they're stalking. They're not like Koberger. They're not stalking you out like she was just wandering. I hope this woman gets a little bit of help. I think that that's what looks like. Yes, uh, I hope a lot she gets of these, a new crack pipe. Number one, I think crack cocaine—they're easy to come by. I think the, the issue seems to be the crack. That really seems to be the special sauce of her situation right now. And then eventually, if she could maybe, if you can excise the crack, because I know a lot of ex-crack dealers 
Incredible. Hova, baby. Right? People slinging rock. Right? Yeah. People sling rock out. Again, it's like just a, 18 it's a years old. That's quite, I think that's more of a story, to be honest. Yeah, no, but then you it's flip like it into, you make that money, right? Fucking yeah. slinging ice, right? Slinging H. And then you flip it, you get back into the business, and then you start selling the real drugs, which are supplements. Yeah, well, I agree with that. Tactical bass. Uh, you actually don't make that much money as a drug dealer. But anyway, this woman, 57, again, judging by this picture, she's getting laid a whole bunch. And if she can get her life together, I think that she truly can be one of the more successful senators in Florida. You know, somebody loves her enough to give her a hickey. Absolutely they do, because, again, she has all the crack. And what can make you more love than that? I mean, I don't know. I feel like that they should switch to something else. I guess so. Like Red Bull. Because that's what I do if I need to pick me up. I have a Red Bull or an Espresso. That's also you know, a nice espresso. That's what she needs. Honestly, if I could get her address, I'll send her a really nice espresso machine. Because you'd be surprised. How is she going to put that in her pussy? You could <laughs> The little cups. Because they have the Diva cups, right? That's what the they do. Cure, they you think that's, oh, you're talking about for the blood. Yeah. If she wants, if she's proud of her menstruation, which I think a lot of women are. Oh, and right. you know what? I say much love. You should be, sure. Sure, yeah, absolutely. You lived. You also, lived, girl. Um, just lastly, in Stupid Criminals, uh, last yesterday on Open Lines, we broke down Brian Walsh's internet searches. Dude, if you get a chance, listen to that episode. So, it's so fucking funny. This man is so stupid. Brian Walsh, he murdered his wife. Uh, she was missing since January 1st. Uh, she had went like fully missing since December 27th, but he decided after he murdered her uh, that uh, they, because they have still haven't found her body, which is like, it's fucked, right? But he was f caught buying $450 worth of cleaning supplies, yeah. right? So that started. He was by, he caught buying a tarp and a hacksaw, and he thought that he could use baking soda to cover well, up was, the smell, and he yeah. could do all of this shit, and all of it was incorrect. Well, um, I mean, technically, uh, you said this correct on the show last night. You buy didn't. that stuff six months in advance. You have to, you and have then to you prepare. buy them piece by piece by piece. You don't Dare buy it all one day. That might be a time where you steal. Maybe not have it on the record, or you pay like you get some like eighteen year old that doesn't know what's going on. You give him money and be like, "Hey, you go over there, buy some tarps over there for me," and he'll be like, yeah, "Well, okay, this is the easiest five dollars I ever made." Yes. And the next thing you know, and then he's getting pinned. So right? just, I know how to do crime. Just a brief smattering. Four fifty five a.m. on January first. Oh, so these are the texts. So these are the Google searches. The so after the they went missing. So what they went and they were so yes. he they picked him up for buying these supplies in association well, with he, his missing wife that he was arrested yet. I think they were like, let's watch him. You're going to watch him. Because that's what they did. So he Yeah, they got the search warrant for the computer. 4.55 a.m. How, how long before a body starts to smell? Three minutes later, how to stop a body from decomposing? He's just, he's about, desperate. About 20 minutes later, how to bound a body? About 25 minutes later, 10 ways to dispose of a dead body. Like it's a BuzzFeed list. Yes, and then it just goes on from there. And it is the dumbest. Um, if you are going to kill your wife, your friend, your family member, even yourself, you, you can't Google it. I'm like, sorry. You, you is, can't Google how to do This is a time it. to phone a friend. It you really, really want to call somebody on the phone, I would say you meet them at a Denny's. Perhaps. That is a fantastic right place. Right by the sign. Right by the sign. And just wait for a windy day. Yes, but I do. That is how you, uh, again, go analog. A lot of these guys don't really understand. They don't. I feel like it's because our generation... We were the last generation to see no technology. Yeah, right? basically. Like, we were the last ones to have. I had a rotary phone. 
growing up, right. that type of shit. I remember when we got our uh, cordless phone, and I, I was remember like, it being a big deal. Freedom! Yeah, like we could go anywhere with these. I can go twenty five feet away from this. This is incredible. Meanwhile, like you know, then all they do is pick up the phone. They still can hear you in the other. My line. buddy Jared had a fucking beeper, bro. I remember beepers. Uh, but these guys, um, I think that this guy was. I'm gonna go out on a limb. He's a fucking moron, right? And he doesn't understand that it's just so easy. Even if you do it in on incognito, they just can pull up the guts. Yeah. No incognito. And it's all permanent. Deleted and incognito. That is solely for your girlfriend it or your just, wife. It is just to hide porn searches from your wife and, that's your, and your girlfriend. That's, that is as, it. that's as deep as it goes. So anyway, we'll wait until that trial continues going and we'll keep you updated. But yes, I'm sure most of y'all have seen the Google searches now and just what an absolute loser that man is. He absolutely is. And he's going to go to jail. And then we talked a little bit on the show last night, which is the look on that man's face. Cause we can show it <laughs> here. We'll show it on the Patreon feed is that when they are reading the text, the look on his face is so fucking funny. It's really amazing. I have never seen a man Look, because again, it's the Alec Murdoch faith. It's all of these people when you're in jail and you're not allowed to respond. You're like not allowed. So as they're reading, and you the text, also don't have any power anymore. You just—he looked like a sim. He looked he like really a sim did. on pause. Like he just was trying to. He looked like he was trying to disappear. Like he was well, nightcrawler. Dude, it is crazy watching people in court. What a. It's got to be so difficult because you're shaking inside like Dr. Katz. Oh, yeah. And, and you like, just have to keep it together. To sit, especially if you truly are innocent. Obviously, this man is not. But, no, he is. Um, he closes out all of them with the bitchiest of all the searches I've ever seen somebody search after killing their wife. This is why she wanted to leave him. He's so incompetent. The final search is, is it better to throw crime scene clothes away or wash them? Do you're just Did you useless. Or wash, wash. His wife is like in heaven, being like, "Yeah, you want me to go wash my fucking clothes?" That's for what you? it is. Oh, you this is a laundry Laura? question. I'm going to put it this way, guys. To his clothes as crime scene clothes. Yeah, I'm going to say this also to our <laughs> listeners. Again, if you're, I don't want you to do crimes, but if you are, just know for a fact that any single time you look up something on the internet that is like, because there is that, right? You can look up like how to build a bomb or how to do the X, Y, Z. How do you, how do you clean sure, up a crime scene? But you just can't really do it. it. You can't because guess what? That post is written by the FBI. It is, it is planted by the feds to get you to look at it. And it's not that you, everyone's talking about the Twitter files, right? With Elon Musk. What about the Quora files? Oh, I'd love to see the Quora files. <laughs> I would love to see the inner workings of Quora. But mostly it's just, does my dog love me? But seriously, bro, that's a psyop, dude. I I do believe that it there is. There has to be a member. There is some somebody at Quora. You think this the FBI well, and that's the CIA? In the Yahoo Answers. It is CIA and FBI. Yeah. Oh, they're they're covert, but we know who they are. There's more covert than them. It's go and they're all working on Quora. They're all working on Quora. You just got to know that it's out there. Just don't trust what you find on the internet, especially on what if it's supposed to be for correct way to do crimes. Unfortunately, guys. That's on you. It's another thing that is shifted to the citizen, isn't it? It always has been. We're uh, not supposed to have to Google search. How do you, back in the day, that's what I talked about. Anyway, listen to open lines. Uh, also, uh, hell is real. Uh, there was a priest. His name is Gerald Johnson. He went to hell. 
He says he wouldn't wish it on his worst yeah, enemy. Yeah, he said yeah, he had a near-death experience, and he said he went to fucking hell. And nothing makes me not want to go to hell now, knowing that it's full of fucking priests. But um, also, I really think that he was just fantasizing, because he said that hell was basically just a dude walking on all fours like a dog, getting burned head to toe. His eyes were bulging. He was wearing chains on his neck. He was like a well, hellhound. Yeah, yeah, he's getting horny. Yeah, he was like, there was a demon holding the chains. I think that Ooh, this yeah. man... Yeah, he just wanted to be fucking spanked by fucking <laughs> yeah. me as Gary Bunda. Like, he wants his pretty face as a pornography which is it is not yeah he added the priest added like telepathically i knew that the demon was sent in this man's life to ride him from his childhood that's, to his that's death. funny you know, that's, that you know, yeah this guy's a horny ass priest just get your dick sucked dude just yeah. fucking go to the brambles man also did, every town has the brambles it has a town where you go and you see oh do you remember we read a story Oh, there was a listener email a long time ago where it's a, someone had said there was like this like scary area where they went and they walked to this park and they saw all these homeless guys acting real weird and standing and moving around. I got a follow up email that was like, that's the local secret gay hangout. Oh, so all of those men probably were there being, just being dudes. literally standing up. Because somebody just walked through as they were, you interrupted a bunch of clandestine Come rendezvous. Come on, guys, leave them alone. Like, it's literally, I, la I, forgot, I forgot to mention that the next week. I remember getting that update. They're like, yeah, that's where you go to get your dick sucked. So, yes, they were very secretive over Aww. there. Yeah, they were being a little, a little suspicious. Like a bunch of prairie dogs. <laughs> what? 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 The what? Also, uh, the uh, the priest added that there was some music in hell. Do you know what songs that he heard? He heard Rihanna's Umbrella. <gasps> Whoa, they got the licensing for that? And then he also heard Bobby McFerrin's Don't Worry, Be Happy. That is an hell. That would be. And that he would said, fucking yes, and he Don't said, worry. Be happy. But this is the funniest thing. Again, this man says he saw hell, and he's a priest, so you can trust him. Oh, yeah. He said uh, it was not sung by the original artist but by a group of demons that use their words to torture us. So there's a yes, demon choir. This is incredible. Don't worry. Be happy. Yes. <laughs> Under the umbrella, umbrella, umbrella. <laughs> Whoa, they that. covered Rihanna. That would be incredible. Isn't Man, I wish cute? Pretty Face was back. I know. Maybe now that fucking, maybe now there'll be room at Adult Swim and then we could go and be do our show again because that's our show right there. Have you thought about committing more violent crime and maybe they'll bring the show back? No, it seems like I have to though. So fingers crossed. He's, I'll ask Dave. He said that every word, every song was made to torture you for the fact that you didn't worship God through music while you were on <laughs> Fuck you, dude. So wait a second. I can't listen to Don't Worry, Be Happy. That's that a is, satanic song. It should be safe. And also, Rihanna's Umbrella is like one of her like most like beloved pop crossovers. It's a very nice song. I love that it's song. It's very actually. nice. So yeah, why? I guess I would be in hell. That's also funny because that's what he considers risque music. Yeah, It's a hit from, when was Umbrella? 2012? Something like that. He's like, this new modern music, and I'm guilty of that every day. Yeah, but Umbrella, I don't even think that's... Sort of I stuff. called P. Diddy Puff Daddy yesterday. and then That's Natalie even old said, for me, She though. said that like, he's not Puff Daddy anymore, and I was like, oh, yeah, I mean, you can I still call him Puff Daddy. No, it's I a... think you get beat up by him. No, I don't think so. If you called him Puff Daddy, but, I have to think, but then he went to Diddy, right? And now he's P. Diddy. So he did add a P back. I don't fully know. You can call him any one of the names. As long as you buy his records, he'll be happy. I don't know. I think that he actually be very mad. But I don't think that he does get mad anymore because he got away with murder and then now he just hangs out and be super rich. That's kind of fun. 2007. Yeah, it's, it's been, been a umbrella. Holy fuck. It's been a long time. 2000. Man, that was I'm before fucking, Obama. Wow, I'm fucking ancient, dude.
that's fucking crazy. Isn't it weird? Like, as you get older, I mean, to be super cliche, but everything is just a couple of years ago. It's just, yeah, that's how I felt. Like, I when I'm like 80, I'll be like, yeah, a couple of years back, we started doing this podcast. You'd be like, that was 70 years ago. Oh, my God. 2000. That's fine, though. You know, it comes down to we all got to age because guess what? If we don't, we've been dead. All so right. if you don't get old, it turns out you're just fucking rotten in a grave. Well, you never know what's going to happen. All right, let's do Hero of the Week. Hero of the Week. True Hero of the Week. This is, is the we man. got a real one this time. We actually do have a real one. I mean, he's not going to be the highlighted Hero of the Week, but the True Hero of the Week is the man who stopped the psychopath in the Monterey Park uh, shooting that killed 11 people. Uh, there was an individual. He approached that man, a uh, 72-year-old dude who's the oldest um, person to ever commit a mass homicide. And they say life ends at 40. Uh-huh. So anyway, it was a 26-year-old man who met eyes with the Monterey shooter, and he wrestled the gun from him, and it, it was is, really phenomenal. It was and a, it, it, the video is really compelling. It's very scary. Uh, it He did his best. He actually kind of like weirdly also did it while trying like it was kind of almost like gentle yet strong the way he took the gun from the it guy was like, interesting it yeah. was really fucked up because it was like you watch it because you know that he's trying to end the scenario and mostly it was like the shooter was what his activity after his behavior of like he kind of just slunk away he was kind of like Bleh. it was very bizarre the, left. Sh the shooter's name is who can tran and the dude who stopped him was brandon say and uh, so thank you, Brandon, for what you do. And uh, fuck off to every single person who tried to politicize that immediately. Um, it was very sad what social media does to us as we didn't even have a chance to mourn. Um, but that was very, very sad. So you're a true hero, Brandon Say. And then, of course, in a Ben Kissel hero of the week. Yeah, yeah you want to do, yeah, do a real choice. Well, I want to do this guy. It's a missing. It's a. um. No, that's not it. That's that's the headline husband of a missing co uh, never mind. That guy killed his wife and showed up smiling. Uh here we go. This is a hero of the week. That was the wrong story. I was like, that doesn't sound like a hero. Yeah, well, my research doesn't hold out. There's a dude there's a dude named Jay Withy. He's a twenty seven year old mechanic. He received uh two tickets to the Super Bowl from the Buffalo Bills, who will not be going. Um, but uh former Bills running back, not OJ Simpson. Thurman Thomas personally delivered the surprise because this man, during the massive snowstorms they suffered from uh, recently, he went into a home and saved 24 people, or went into what? a school, rather, I'm sorry, and saved 24 people from freezing to death. So literally, that's awesome. Whoa, really? Like he did. Wow, that's like, that's very good. And we uh, actually had a couple of football players do shit recently. Oh Another guy say, like saved a bunch of people from drowning. There you go. And I'm so sorry. Again, I got this wrong once again. He rescued 24 people from their cars and then brought them to a school. Oh, so, wow. So 24 people were like, I don't think I'm driving here. And then he was. So that's really impressive. And oh, wow. So, There's a lot. of There was some real heroes this week out there, guys. There were. We don't got to give up hope yet. We got some people out there. You just got to make sure you, if you're somewhere that there is a retired football player near you. And then they'll take care of you. because I mean, otherwise, I guess you're shit out of luck because I have not heard a, a police officer save someone. In a second, but it, it it's good. Find your local retired NFL players and hire them to hang out. Well, I don't know if this guy was former NFL, but nonetheless, he was able to go to 24 cars. That is like some Batman stuff. Yes, it is. That is really, really intense. I'd get tired. I'd be tired. I'd be like, whoa, 24 of them. Oh, yeah. I'd be like, I'd save like maybe nine be like, right. because you got nine people who are being told. Maybe one of them will be rich. You see, this like, is remember why I saved your life. This is why you have to be like, this is you got to keep your head in a swivel. You got to save who you can. That's the reason why everywhere I go, I make sure 
I'm looking out. If you're drowning, I'll call somebody. If yeah. your house on fire, don't worry. I'll yell. I'll be like, and- hey, hey. Hey, help. Got in there. Hey, help. Um, also, I know a lot of people are really upset with my heroes this week. So don't worry. Two beavers named Hazel and Chompy were also reintroduced to the English countryside. Look at, look at them. <laughs> uh, what, uh, were they, what were they in for, rape? No, they're beavers. <laughs> they're beavers. And they, it's Hazel and Chompy, and they've been reintroduced to the English countryside. First one, first ones to live there in four hundred fucking years, you asshole. <laughs> That's fucking so, fantastic. I'm glad that they are my, out. They're in the Gen Pop again. I'm gonna name my next dog Chompy. I think Chompy's cool. I want Borky. Yeah, Borky. I want to name Borky. <laughs> I want to find a dog that either it's either Borky or Anton. Anton or Borky? Yeah. Go with Borky. I know. It depends Anton, on the, come here. They're gonna think that you're. That, that yeah, you're it depends on how serious the dog looks. Away. It depends on how serious the dog looks. Right, here we go. I get an update on Susan Meacham. My fiance is a librarian and a smut peddler, right? A smut sommelier, my words, not hers. So I take a lot of the <laughs> romance landia detritus trying to find new titles to surprise her with. I also wrote and self-published erotica to help me get through grad school. So that's fairly fun, right? Okay. Um, the Susan Meacham story is even crazier than you guys described on this the is show. This to- is the romance novelist oh, that yes. faked her own suicide, faked being her own daughter, and faked being her own mod on her suicide mem- memorial website and it's very funny so it's more yes. of this right um so after Suzanne's after Susan's suicide one of the admins of the group she ran posted about how someone may, would need to run the group after her death that someone commented saying that she would run it in Susan's honor it turns out those both were Susan under fake accounts how also, does she ha- friends- I guess when you fake your own death, you have nothing but time. This is all she did all day. She ran her own funeral home, right? Also, her <laughs> friends got together to write what they called the Bully King Anthology, a book of romance stories about bullies, despite an author they believed had bullied her, right? So they did it. They all got together. So we talked about the last time a little bit. These writing Wait. groups are actually really thick and very common on Facebook. Self-published writers get together and they get together as a group and they talk about these issues and, and together. And that's fantastic. And, have yes. fun, and, and you know, reach a support and so authors. She was, but- remember they labeled her. She, they came out saying like, she committed suicide because she was bullied. And so everybody chose a, an author that they thought Bullied oh my her, god! Right, and then they wrote this thing called the Bully King anthology that was about bullies, despite the author that they believed had bullied her, who published a series by the same name. So they did it to make fun of this person. In addition to being super petty, it seems like a pretty weird way to memorialize your friend as well. We're going to drive that person to commit suicide. It's kind of like if they died by gun violence, and you wrote an anthology of romance stories about a, about women fucking a gun. <laughs> That's mm, a very funny job. I love Ted Nugent's writing, but it's so funny. It's like they said here, and this is commentary, not mine, from the from the author of this letter. In short, the romance novel community is widely regarded as the pettiest, most toxic group of weirdos in the writing world, second only to YA authors for obvious reasons. What's white YA? You, uh, youth. Uh, youth, it's, youth. It, it's for like it was a young adult fiction. Oh, young adult fiction. I wonder why. Because it's just intense out there, man. It's just intense. Maybe they're too busy writing about romance and not experiencing it. You know what? You'd be surprised. I actually will see because I actually got a lot of messages saying like, you know, people fuck, but they want to write about other people fucking. Yeah, I want to experience other fucking in their minds. That's what I do. I I I always drop other shapes of boobies. I did not triangle, look at triangle boobies, rectangle boobies. boobies. I just look at them and like, oh, it's different. You know that other thing about it. Writing is a very 
in it's uh, very personal. Oh, it is very personal. And maybe having a group of writers get together to try to talk to each other about no, writing nice. is actually negative. It, it, well, <laughs> because I mean, really, it's like, can you imagine if Stephen King like ran the child fuck scene by I mean, his again, this is back like, No, if I wish I would never mention it. No, I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> and then wouldn't have that have ruined the erotica? <laughs> it really that is it. Technically, they run lo- a loving train on that little girl. They do. And now, they're all the same age. I'm going to read this next story. <laughs> It's disgusting. They are all. They were lonely. Your, your, that is not how you support it. No, I don't support it. That's not how. I'm 27 <laughs> years old, and I recently had to make the very hard decision of splitting from my life partner and roommate of three years so we could both live with family while we finish university. It's been a long time since we've lived apart, so I was expected to run into some initial discomfort now that I'm living as a single adult again. Yeah. Full disclosure I'm a practitioner of witchcraft and am superstitious. That being said, I've got a good head on my shoulders and I don't put stock into indirect evidence such as the house creaking at night or cold spots, although there has been certainly some of both. (laughs) I keep my practice private and I have no ulterior motives for getting others to believe in ghosts or magic. So even just to surprise myself that I feel the strong need to tell somebody about it. Hmm, Interesting. Intriguing indeed. Watch out for the wet spot. One of the first things I did after moving into my quite drafty room was hang some curtains in the doorframe of the closet. Now, while I was pinning up the curtains, I noticed something in the overhang. There was something like a seal embedded in the wall in the closet, obviously hidden. There was a symbol on it, a tri-pointed Celtic knot. Mm-hmm. After some research, I found it was typically a unifying and positive symbol, so I thought it might be best to leave it be. I hung my curtains and didn't think much more of it, but I did check the other closets of my sister's house to see if any other rooms had a similar mark. My room was the only room containing such a mark. Oh. A handful of odd things have happened in the first few weeks that I've been here. Right. I have some remote controlled prop candles on my vanity desk, which I keep in said closet, <laughs> which will suddenly turn off seemingly on their own. Right. I didn't know that you could have that. Maybe I don't know what a, that is. Is it? I, I'm not. It uh, might be a battery, a battery issue. I don't know. Well, I know you could also set those to a timer. Oh, absolutely. Who knows? Right. I checked that the remote wasn't in position that the buttons could accidentally be pressed, but it kept happening. So once it happened once, I pressed the power button for my TV. So I thought it might be a, there's some kind of jumbled signal. Yeah, jumbled signal. Uh, yeah. No, 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 absolutely not. Right? Nothing jumbled. No. Now, this brings us to now. My sister and her family left the house for a three day weekend. and I figured it would be excellent time to have one of my long self-indulgent masturbation sessions. Oh, right? sure. I got out the toys. I had my fun and I left them out to dry. After you got to give them a good wash, right? You got to get them with those. Oh, I see. Now, I left them out overnight and then returned to them to their drawer in the morning. So today, I'm putting away laundry and now I'm thinking about the marking in my closet. I've been compelled to touch it. So I reached up and I just tapped it with my finger. Now, it felt like smooth plastic or something like the like. Soon after, I was standing in front of my dresser and suddenly I heard an aggressive shuddering sound. I thought it might have been the pipes since I heard some creaking from the utility room right around the same time, but it kept going. Now, after a while, I realized the sound was coming from inside the drawer. I searched through the drawers until I found the source of the sound. My little bullet vibrator was going absolutely nuts in the box that it shared with my dildo. I was bewildered. That's how it turned itself on. But I figured it might have been pressing against the other toy. In a strange way. So the candles and the toys. No, it's about the ghost is horny. Oh. I turned it off and I put it back in a position that I wouldn't risk the power button be pressed again. So I put it away. A few minutes later, turn back on. Brr, 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 <laughs> right? Now you're afraid. Think about that. So it's going to be fucked up because now every single time you're going to want to use this on your vagina, you're going to be spooked. That's right? a go- it's a ghost dildo now. This time I took it out of that box and I placed it in another area of the drawer altogether. I closed it again. I turned it on. It turned on for a third time. Brr, brr, 
At this point, just use the goddamn thing. All right. Now I turn it off. This is while I was writing this email to you. I turn it off and I now I turn, put it on the decks next to me. And it hasn't turned on again. I I have no fucking clue what to do in this situation. I've considered using my tarot cards to try to talk to her dildo. Just take the batteries out. And of I'm it. just gonna say, don't, don't. The tarot cards are not gonna. They don't read. I don't know if it works like that. I don't, I don't know. She knows. She's the witch. Oh yeah. I I got the Ouija board out and fucking fuck. It turned on again. <laughs> this thing's about go- this is a horny ass fucking ghost man this is a horny ass ghost I heard I, the heater start up why is the ghost, ghost hoarding because it's turned on it's fucking riding it's own ghost bean on top of the, the vibrator you that's while you're happening. just standing there yeah okay that's I mean that's the end of this I mean this who knows Wow. Well, very powerful letters. Thank you all so much for sending those in. Last podcast on the left there. Uh, side stories, LPOTL at gmail.com. Check that out if you want to send us more. <laughs> I love them. Fascinating letters. I like Fascinating. this. I don't mind the dildo turning on. No, I don't. I mean, I just don't know if it's the proof of poltergeist. It Not started yet. with a Celtic sign. Yes. But then it doesn't. But then it went to like a fake candle and then a dildo. And they did say they practice witchcraft and are superstitious. But the dildo turning on again and again and again and again. I also feel like I'm just, I just don't want to leave her alone for a weekend because apparently there's just a lot going on at the no, house. No, she's masturbating. She's having a great time. But I'm saying, <laughs> yeah, you know what but... I actually think this means? I'm gonna. This is my advice to you. You should be masturbating more. And that's where so we're what Holden did when we when we would leave town for a weekend. Oh Holden? yeah, blast yards of jizz. Oh for, oh, for everything. When I'm alone in a hotel room, you know, man. Well, hotel rooms are different because you have to you have to mark your. Territory. You have to love the stasis of living in a hotel room so much, right? Because you know for a fact you get to live out your ultimate desires. You get to masturbate for a full forty five minutes <laughs> while forensic files plays on mute wow. behind you. There, it's gotten to a point where sometimes the forensic files is on mute at home, and just my I get hard because wow. it takes me back to being in a hotel room and That's just those, just that the sense of it, the feeling of it, the smell of a lemongrass moisturizer <laughs> will sometimes make me wild and randy. Oh, sometimes yeah. just this this the sensation of a struggling Keurig machine makes mm. me ready to go and I laugh. I love And those. I just think about how Everybody can hear me because also sometimes when I'm alone, yeah. I talk about with Nat because she doesn't know because we, we joked about this because I because she I was like do you ever you know like when you go to town right or do you make noises she says no and I was like when I'm there alone with myself whole neighborhood can hear man that's great I just go yeah yeah absolutely no Sheridan is safe there you go have fun oh. with it. <laughs> Watch out for that one. You don't know. And yeah. sometimes you wonder, is that a Halloween cha- sound effects album or is that Henry going to town? And I'd tell you yeah. what, employees of LPN, that is Henry Zabrowski going to town. That's a great way to address it. All right, everyone. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Hope you're doing well out there. Do we have any news? We Oh, yes, we have Australia. Australia. So come on down, man. We got those dates. We cannot wait. We're going to have so much fucking they have fun. officially been rescheduled. We, yes. I'm going to put it out right. Oh, yeah, I'm going to write and a mail. we are super excited because we got a little bit of time so we can hang out a little bit. And I really I want to spend more time in Melbourne this time because no, it's loved. rock and roll. So we got Wednesday, August 2nd. We're going to meet Auckland, New Zealand. Friday, August 4th, Adelaide. August 6th, Brisbane, August 7th, Melbourne, August 10th, Sydney, and August 12th, we're going to be in Perth. We're going all the way over to see you, Perthlings, 
Can't wait to fucking deal with it, man. We're going to try to remember that show, or we're just going to make it up as we go. Yeah, a little bit of both, perhaps. A little bit of both. All right, everyone. Thanks for supporting all the shows and everything. We appreciate you. Hail yourselves. Hail Satan. Magustalashans. Magustalashans. How you doing? Hey, man. Hey. If you see a little fat guy out there, hail him. See a little fat guy out there, man? Hail him. Give him well, fucking give him a coupon or something. Don't put your ear up to his hotel room door. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. People think the new fresh fragrances from Glade are fresher than fresh. Like creator, Kate. This Glade Orchid Neroli candle is so fresh. It's like fresh as watching a sunrise in Santorini. Yeah, I'm going to need more of those. Explore the new Glade Fresh collection today.